You're listening to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales. Hello everyone and welcome back to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales. I am still your existential crisis, Carmen. I'm still your reader and crime weaver, Tyler. Well, then what do I get to be? Because you took <laughs> you took mine, which was yours, last week. What? Never mind. I was the reader last week. You were the reader? Well, I was the title reader, but you actually did the reading. Ah. Well, what do you want to be? I thought I was going to get to do it again. What does Gordy... What does Gordy's heart want to be? <laughs> what... <laughs> Or what, what does my what does my heart want to be? Or what does Gardy's heart want to be? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> What'd you call me? <laughs> um, I would I would like to be the chief explorer. Chief, chief explorer. What are your duties as chief? I think it's isn't that straightforward. It's exploring. Well, you're the chief of exploring. Yeah. Are you delegating or are you exploring? I'm exploring and delegating. No, it's just me. Oh, I'm I'm chief by default. (laughs) Tyler, I don't mean to backseat reader, Uh but your job now is the boring one, which is to keep us on track. Uh, I don't want to do that. That's that's what you that's how the reader hat works. Here's the thing. That's not written down anywhere. (laughs) It's in the bylaws. Nobody signed any signed. No contract. (laughs) It's in the reader bylaws. It's part of the job description. Well, as reader, I'm here to tell you listeners that we're going to read more Aesop. Aesopalypse. Hope you like these. <laughs> you're you're going to get a double you're gonna dose at least. You're going to get a few least. of them. Yep. You're going to get at least a double dose if you like it. If you, how about this? If you don't like it, tell us. If nobody says anything, we're going to keep doing it. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, they've had zero opportunity. Right, like you've you've had like <laughs> 6 hours, 8 hours to yell at us. And so far, nobody's said anything. <laughs> So, so we're going to assume it's A-OK. So now you know. If you're mad at us, yell at us really quick after we upload the episode. But we I record later that day. I copied down 22 of these, and we read three of them. So I wanted to do a few more, at least. <laughs> we might get through more than three today, but... <laughs> well, don't get your hopes up, Gordy. I'm not I'm not saying I hope we do. I'm saying we might. Yeah. I, 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 will, I will take as much time with them as we need. I will, too, because I am busy. So as last time, some of these have morals some of them don't they will all have morals by the time we're done with them absolutely they will all be good solid morals by which to lead your entire lives shall we get into it yeah sure i don't know you're the reader everyone in favor i sounds good to me majority rules oh you're not gonna do the other part what's the other part all opposed oh no i don't care okay (laughs) i was gonna abstain I was curious who I did and did not have to kill afterwards. I was going to abstain. Wait, which category do the eyes fall under? <laughs> the what? The eyes. The killer, no? Yeah. We'll find out. Apparently, one, one of us might not make it through the night, Gordy. People like episodes with marriages, deaths, and births. Is that raw data? Yeah. We have delivered pretty much none of that. Well... Our stories have had it. Yeah, we've covered all. And that's what they like. People like it when the story has one of those. They like it even more when 
in all the, of them. When an actor or or host, yeah, dies, gets married, has a baby, or is a baby. <laughs> I I know. Or, or ages into a baby. I know a toddler we could have as a guest star. Is that baby? Does that a baby make? No, but I mean it could be interesting, right? She's almost five. Does she like stories? She will probably interrupt us to tell her own stories. Does she like swearing and just just grotesque violence? As a lot of our recordings <laughs> end up featuring. Yeah. She's real into Legend of Korra right now. It's not bad. <laughs> hey, let's read some Aesop. All right. This one's called The Boy Bathing. So we're going back in the water. That seems inappropriate. With a brief reprieve. Is it ocean or no, though? Uh, up to your discretion. No, it's not. It's you, a river. I just you, checked again. Okay, you don't typically bathe in salt water. No. Well, That could have been the lesson. Actually, back in Victorian times, sea bathing was a big thing. I think the Victorians can go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> but what's your opinion, Gordy? Gordy, I think that they did. <laughs> <laughs> some, of, some of them did. I think I think the Victorians can piss right off. I'm not interested in what the Victorians had to say. They made bathing machines for the ocean. How do you feel about their steam energy? Do not care. So I that, think so that ladies could be in the ocean. Their steam energy. Yeah. I'll say this. Mm -hmm. Gluing gears to something does not make it steampunk. Okay. <laughs> what does? And end of discussion. All right. This story. There needs to be more than that. A boy bathing in a river was in danger of being drowned. He called out to a passing traveler for help, but instead of holding out a hand to help, the man stood by unconcernedly and scolded the boy for his imprudence. Oh, sir, cried the youth. Pray help me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wait, he fell in. <clears throat> no, he was... He no, was... he was bathing and mm. then... Undertow. Yeah, something happened where he started yeah, to drown. Sure. Like he's... Uh, pray help me now and scold me afterwards. The end. And then? The end. Aesop just kind of gave up in the middle of most of these, right? These Some feel of these like... do not feel like finished thoughts. He gave you... So, beat by beat. Yeah. Boy's bathing. Mm-hmm. In a river. Boy gets sucked into the current. Yep. Old man... Passing by. Sees him. him. Yes. And then... Calls out for help. The boy does. Yep. Right. And then... Old man... Uh, scolds him for his imprudence. Yeah. And then the boy says, hey, help me, and then scold me. Right. Okay. I was trying to make sure I didn't miss anything. No. Nope. No, there's there's not a lot of meat on these <laughs> okay. bones. Okay. Um, All right. Well, one. It's, it's very slapstick. <laughs> one. It could be a silent film. Is this Is this a time when baths as tubs have been invented, or is this a time when everyone bathed in the river? Because I'm, I'm guessing it's the latter. Or a part of the world where you bathe in the river. Right. Um, what did the old man say again? He's nondescript scolding. For just imprudence. for, but we like, don't know. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be bathing in the river. But like, you shouldn't be bathing in the river, or you shouldn't be drowning. It says imprudence. I'm assuming bathing. Like, oh, you naked oh, little shit. You should. Okay. Put your put your ding dong away. Yeah. Well, I see. You don't bathe in a river unless you have to. Mm-hmm. Well, 
I think you, some people might want to. You might I swim hate. in a river, but it's full of fish poop, so it's kind of I mean, low on the totem pole of bathing well, options. Having done it for four years, <laughs> that is true. You you do it if necessary, and not otherwise. And, and it was like it's it's better than no bath, and yeah. it's better than mud bath. I don't know. It was pretty great. Like I'm not gonna lie, that's that's probably one of the high points of my life. Was bathing in is, a river? Is river bath every day? How many times did you almost drown? None. So you're better than this kid. Zero. Zero times that I almost drowned. My brother once. What did he do to almost drown? He jumped into the water and there was a rock and he hit his head on it. <laughs> so it wasn't wasn't really a swimming issue. It was more of a blunt force trauma issue. <laughs> Um, Would you describe that as imprudent? No. Okay. Just, I would not. Just unlucky? Yeah. Just a just slip of judgment from what was maybe a five-year-old child. <laughs> in, in my experience, those river rocks get real slimy. Yeah. And slippery. At least in the, the rivers around here. Sure. Um, no. Where are you going? Not that I remember. Well, well, it depends if it's out of the water or in the water. Like the little creeks and things that I would play in as a kid, the rocks got real slimy and slippery. And yeah, so I could see it yeah. being easy. Like if you're just, if you're trying to like get like at if, your bits with a loofah. Right. If he had like his shower caddy get into the on the rock, he's reaching back for it. He mm-hmm. slips in. Right. Then hits. That doesn't solve. It's not imprudent. Is it imprudent if all your if all your stuff is below the water? Was he was he like flipping from the force of the undercurrent and every once in a while his booty he's, was up. He's just like you he's like, like a stray, this old man. Yeah, yeah, a stray unmentionable would <laughs> would break the the plane of the water. <laughs> so I think like if you want the best way to do that modestly is yeah. to get is to get in instead of <laughs> like doing the hokey pokey mm-hmm. from a rock. Right, and but to get in would increase your risk of drowning. So you're like, you're balancing modesty I mean, with safety. Mm-hmm. I don't think he did anything wrong. I know we're just we're, like I'm on I'm on this child's side. Yeah. I don't know what the moral is. There doesn't it doesn't seem to make any sense. Would you like to hear the moral? Not well, yet. We gotta we gotta come up. with I mean, one. like clearly the old man is at fault, right? Sure. Like, maybe well, not according to the story. Well, but we don't know how the story ends. Does the boy drown? Probably, because no one will help him. Okay, so the boy drowns... Like, he asked for help, and it was refused. While a man yells at him from the river for being a yeah. dipshit for bathing in a river, because probably that was his only option. Yeah. Rivers are cold. Yep. Yeah. They are. I think that's a, a downside in a bath. <laughs> Being cold? Yeah. Dunno. How hot is it outside? That's a good point too. Is this the sun? <laughs> are they on this are they on the sun? Did you let's, consider that? Let's assume no. Unless Probably only North Korea has made it to the sun. Unless there's only only glorious leader. <laughs> yeah. And this is not glorious leader because glorious leader would glorious never leader fall into the bathing water. Bathing ass out on the sun. Glorious leader of best Korea, winner of all Olympic events. But especially basketball. <laughs> okay, he's being hygienic. Yep. Don't I'm... judge. Maybe that's your moral. Yeah. 
someone's life is in danger. Maybe don't quibble over you, like <laughs> whether you like what they're doing or not. Just yeah. get in there and help. I think that's a pretty good moral. I think overall. I think it's I think it's still pretty relevant too. Yeah, kind of like hospitals will treat someone on a drug overdose instead of yelling at them for yeah. doing drugs until they die on their floor. Yeah, it's called the Hippocratic Oath. Sure, and everyone should take it. Well, spoiler alert on this one, you guys, you guys basically modernized the intended oh. moral. Oh, okay. Because the intended moral was counsel without help is useless. What? Counsel without help is useless. Oh, yeah, okay. Sure. That's fair. Fair enough, Aesop. <laughs> I, was, I was worried it was going to go in a much different direction. <laughs> like, old men are rad. <laughs> like, like, Guitar solo. <laughs> like, that boy deserved it. He knew what he was doing. Never bathe. It's bad for you. It puts your humors <laughs> off. It lets the stink demons in. <laughs> you ready for the next one? Yeah, let's yeah. go. This next one is called The Ass and His Shadow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we have to make a decision up front here. Uh-huh. Uh, as to as to which translation we want to pursue, right? Is it horse, like all hoofed animals? <laughs> I mean, it is a it is some form of horse, yes. Or is it butt? Or is it a butt? It's the real question. <clears throat> I'm gonna read the story and then you can decide. Okay. A traveler hired an ass. Yeah. <laughs> to convey him to a distant place. Maybe it's a jerk. Maybe it's a what? Like a, an asshole a jerk. Oh, he hired Fonzie. He hired Steve Martin. Yeah. In that movie called That the One Jerk. Time. Not, not that I'm implying Steve Martin is an asshole. Uh, the day being intensely hot and the sun shining in its strength, the traveler stopped to rest and sought shelter from the heat uh, under the shadow of the ass. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he did. As this afforded only protection for one, uh, and as the traveler and the owner of the ass both claimed it, a violent dispute arose between them as to which of them had the right to the shadow. The owner maintained that he had let the ass only, or that he had let the ass only and not its shadow. The traveler asserted that he had, with the hire of his ass, hired the uh, shadow as well. The quarrel proceeded from words to blows, and while the men fought, the ass galloped off. Wait, okay. there's a second man? Yeah, the owner of the ass. So he rented, he did, he runs, um, like, Frank's rent an ass. Yep. But Frank has to go with you. <laughs> to, to, just to see what you're going to do with it while you're gone. Are you going to use its shadow? Is that, well, I mean, it really depends on... Frank, Frank is, uh, he's, he's a, he's, he's a startup. He's only got the one ass right now. Right. He's looking to get into, like, an uber ass situation yeah, where he can... He's, he's trying to build word of mouth. Ass sharing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's clear from the galloping what this the story meant for ass to be. Is it? But I also really like the idea of the owner of the ass being the person whose ass it is. Right. <laughs> Trying to sit in his own ass's shadow. Hey, that's mine. <laughs> if I just if I just pooch it up on the rocks here, I could get under it. Um, and then his ass runs away from him. Yeah. It's a very surreal ending, but... Let's let's assume it's a horse. Sure. Um, please see our animal guide. Before you correct from, us. From Sunday's episode. In, in, yeah, in the previous ramble. It is class. a horse. Because it has hooves. Um, so, 
I want to know why Frank is there. And I want to know what Frank's advertising says. Well, Frank, Frank is there because he, he needs to, he needs to oversee his assets. His assets? His assets. Yeah. Has Frank not heard of like insurance policies? He could, he could be selling, maybe he needs to monitor performance. What, what Frank's? He needs needs to take some metrics as to like how, how far this horse is going to get in a day. I think that Frank uh, sets up shop wherever he ends up. Like his ass is a one way trip. I see. <laughs> I just. So it's kind of a come along for the ride situation. Yeah. Right, but that's like there's no central hub. That's like you rent a car from someone, but they sit in the passenger seat the whole time. So you just like drive them around yeah, to your like, errands. Like it would be very weird if Enterprise sent somebody with you, and then they just, just to kind of. I don't know, just be there because it's one of their cars. To sit in the trunk. And yeah. They just sit in the car. Like, you like, park it at your unless, house, and they're just out there all okay, day. Okay, Uber or Lyft, because mm-hmm. Uber's, you know, yep. Uber's not doing so hot right now. So maybe we'll talk about Lyft instead. <laughs> um, let's say that this is a Lyft situation. Sure. Right? He meets, the one and only. He, he sees them. Like, there's no app, so you just got to flag them down. Yeah. Right? He says, I want to oh, go. Oh, hey, there's Frank. Yeah, like I want to go. There's Frank. Frank, take me to yeah wherever. Destination. Take me to destination. It'll be you know x x old timey dollars to get there. But like obviously, like it's it's Frank's horse. Frank has to go with him. Yeah. So if you get a lift, then what are you hiring? Do you get the shadow? Do you get the air conditioning? I mean, after this, Frank came up with a. A form that said like, that needed to be filled like, out. Like, yes, yes, I want the sh- yeah, I want like, the. Do shade you want the AC? Do you want the XM radio? Because I think that's right, and those are all surcharges. Like that's that's the modern day equivalent. You get in and and you're like, hey, lift driver, can you turn it to this station? And like, no, you don't get that. Like you get you get the seat. <laughs> you don't get the radio. You don't get the air conditioning. You don't get the couple. <laughs> you rented a seat and wheels. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's it. I'm gonna get you to where you need to go. You don't get perks. Take your feet off of the floor. Now, now Frank is going to get a bad rating for that. Sure. This one time. Right. But it's all word of mouth, so it might be worth it for him. I mean, right now, Frank is out of his one horse, so. Right. Like, in this case, it didn't help anybody. Which which is the moral, right? Like, Mm -hmm. don't do this thing that they did, because your horse will run away. If you argue over an ass's shadow, the ass will make an ass of you. Frank's rent and ass should consider maybe like a refundable deposit that's put down. Mm-hmm. Collateral? Uh, yeah. And then In case this happens. And then Frank can sit cozy at home and not have to travel. Mm-hmm. That's can, the dream. His ass can come back to him. <laughs> can we can we briefly examine the the logistics of their situation? Yeah, absolutely we can. Sure. Where they are they are in a situation where the sun is beating down on them. And the only thing around is this horse to hide under. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And it's casting a shadow. How comfortable could that possibly be? And would constricting yourself into a ball actually make you cooler in that situation? No. I think you want to spread out. And no. When you want to cool off, right? Yeah, you generally don't want your body like, heat you don't want to huddle. In. Right. That's for cold weather. Yeah. Is I'm there... Just, I'm just saying, like, horses... In this case, are not big animals. 
<laughs> yeah, this particular... The, the shadow cannot have been large enough for a man to stretch out. And if sun's beating down, then we're talking like noon to two situation, where right. the shadow's not going to be that big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Do also they have to hang it. out underneath the horse? See, that's, that's that my how next question. Works? Right. Because the horse isn't sitting down, because that wouldn't do it at noon. Were they fighting over the ass shadow because they didn't want to get in the dick shadow? <laughs> well, well, you got... Okay, regardless of where you are under that horse, you are in danger. This is true. Cause yeah. <laughs> it's all a no-no zone. Because <laughs> the water blaster faces front, <laughs> and... And the splat blaster <laughs> faces the back. Is that the model horse that he has? <laughs> yeah. Splat blaster. 3,000. So yeah. you are in danger under that horse wherever you're hiding. And also the flies and probably smell pretty bad in general, regardless of whether splat blaster or water blaster are in full function. Could you rope yourself underneath? It's not going to help. Well, you could keep moving. What? Well, that I mean, you're you're still in danger. But for a limited time, instead of resting and then having to travel in the sun more. No, you're you're in danger the whole time you're underneath that animal. <clears throat> or can they just ghost ride the horse? Like set it on fire and wear a fire <laughs> helmet. No, just walk next to it. Oh. <laughs> or walk in the shadow. Uh, depends on how far away from noon it is, and I'm guessing not that far. Their feet could be in shadow. What else do you need, really? Probably more than your extremities. Do you want to give us the moral? Do you have a moral? Don't do the thing that they did. If you if you fight over an ass's shadow, the ass will make an ass of you. In quarreling about the shadow, we often lose the substance. Yeah. It's very Plato's cave. Thanks, Aesop. You want the next one? Yeah. This next one's a banger. Is you know it? how I can tell? It's about an ant. Okay. Aesop's favorite. Yeah. He does love him some ants. <clears throat> this one's called The Ant and the Chrysalis. He's a formicophile. The chrysalis? Mm-hmm. He eated the chrysalis. <laughs> <clears throat> An ant nimbly running about in the in the sunshine in search of food came across a chrysalis that was very near its time of change. The chrysalis moved its tail and thus attracted the attention of the ant, who then saw for the first time that it was alive. Poor pitiable animal, cried the ant disdainfully. What a sad fate is yours. While well, I can run hither and thither at my pleasure, and, if I wish, ascend the tallest tree, you lie imprisoned in your shell, with power only to move a joint or two of your scaly tail. The chrysalis heard all this, but did not try to uh, make any reply. A few days after, when the ant passed that way again, nothing but the shell remained. Wondering what had become of its contents, he felt himself suddenly shaded and fanned by the gorgeous wings of a beautiful butterfly. Behold in me, said the butterfly, <laughs> your much-pitied friend. Boast now of your powers to run and climb as you long, or to run and climb as long as you can get me to listen. So saying, the butterfly rose in the air and, borne along and aloft on the summer breeze, was soon lost to the sight of the ant forever. The end. I really like the cl- the the characterization as, of butterflies as the wizard fellow from Venture <laughs> Brothers. The wizard. The the um, Orpheus? necromancer. Yeah, Orpheus. I I like 
the idea that all butterflies speak with that level of formality and and speaking wizard talk doom saying point number one yeah it is not a butterfly it's a gnat right so let's get that straight it's yeah. an ant and a gnat yeah a gnat that goes through a transformation mm-hmm. a transforming gnat transforming gnat it's the pretty gnat um if you guys let me keep zebra it would have been a zebra gnat <laughs> yeah i know i was just thinking about that um, well, then you're turning zebra into a subclassification. Doesn't work. Um, don't make fun of ugly people in high school. Yeah, this is Skater Boy. This is, this <laughs> this is, is Skater, Aesop's boy. Skater Boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. The ant has a little bit of a point when he's talking to the chrysalis, though, because at that point, it's all just goop. It's kind of just fucked. <laughs> it's, so caterpillars literally turn into goop. Yeah, I know. Like... Is, is the ant trying to make fun of it? Uh, pity, or it. like, or is he just like being grateful for his own his own freedom of movement? The ant, the ant is like road runnering by, going, "Mimi sucks to be you." <laughs> okay, yeah, it's it's pity, which is different from like empathy. There's a right. There's a difference between there's a difference between like, "Wow, sucks to be you," and seeing it and thinking like. Like wow, I'm very grateful for my own, my own ability, right? Yeah, there's a difference between pity and gratitude, mm-hmm. I guess. I think the moral of the story is butterflies are wizards. <laughs> they they just they are sorcerers. <laughs> That's how they are. I mean, of the animal kingdom, beautiful gnats would be <laughs> butterfly or would be wizards, right? Yeah, they they basically perform magic. Of the insect, that's, that's the closest thing to of, magic of the gnat kingdom on this earth. Of the gnats, butterflies are. Yeah, like I am. I am this thing. I'm down with that. I don't want to be it. I want to be a different thing. I'm gonna yeah. turn myself. Is it the goop? only creature that that uh, is ant and becomes gnat? Uh, well, like transforms itself in such a way that it becomes a different category. Moth. What do they do? Well, it's the same thing, right? Yeah, I guess moths are night butterflies. <laughs> They're night gnats. <laughs> night gnats. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're the wizards. Well, most most insects go from like a, a larval pupa stage to the winged one. But do they transcend Gross. our category? I mean, technically, most of them start as like worm-like creatures. So ant. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of them do that. Right. So they're all wizard. Butterflies just do it pretty. I'm just saying, are there other animals that do that? In our categories now. Oh, that are not gnats? Yeah. Not that I can think of, unless a fish grows from smaller than a swordfish to bigger than a swordfish. <laughs> sea turtles, maybe? From what to what? From, we don't fish have... Fish to whale? From lizard to fish. To whale? <laughs> They're little. They're fish. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, they're, they're the wizards. Uh-huh. I, I, like, I like the setting that this is starting to invoke. Uh-huh. I like the idea of butterfly wizards, like that they serving that role of the like the insect kingdom. Mm-hmm. What's an ant then? Just a, just a common plebeian. They're, they're very fast. They're very strong. They are strong. I would go so far as to say that they're strong. Yeah. Was mm-hmm. it fifty times their own body weight? Yeah. So they're barbarians. For an ant. Well, I don't. Mm. They're not well read. They're not. not <laughs> Most of the ants I know are not well read, but I, I don't know. Maybe we just don't talk about books. Well, you need to open up your 
your threads of conversation with these ants more. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They're into different things. Is it worth? Is it worth trying to fill out the other roles of the of the insect of the kingdom? insect kingdom? D and D classify all all insects. Because uh, I mean, we're kind of just approaching a bug's life. Yeah, but or ants the movie. But D and D style. But D and D D and D ants. It's like mouse guard, but grosser. Yeah. Okay, but if butterflies are wizards, yeah. would that make moths sorcerers? Sure. Yeah, I guess. They're real similar. Are you saying that moths are inherent and butterflies have to study being butterfly? I mean, they're doing something in that chrysalis. <laughs> I don't know what they're they're doing other than studying. Goopily. Which, which one's the flashier one? Butterflies? Butterfly. No, uh, I know that. Of wizards versus sorcerers, which are the flashier? Probably sorcerer. Probably sorcerer. And then butterflies are sorcerers and moths are are wizards. There you go. That's fine. Okay, we need... We got barbarians as ants. We need rogues. Bees are paladins. Bees can be paladins. They they have a purpose. Wasps are fighters because they just just go for it. What about... Bees are all about God save the queen. What about beetles? They got to be something cool, right? They're in it for shit, right? Beetles? <laughs> I mean, the dung beetles are. That, that their goal is the shit. Some I don't know. What else do beetles do? Dung beetles are into that. Yeah. but Are there other kinds? They're kind of tanky. Yes. <laughs> they are. Clerics. Beetles. Yeah. Tanky. Some <clears throat> magic. Mm-hmm. Divine. Yeah. In nature, some purpose. They know how to cast, unclear. They they know how to cast <laughs> flame strike, and also they. Can, I've seen it. And also they can buff the party really good. Yeah, I don't know. Clerics. This this metaphor is not holding up as well as I'd hoped. <laughs> you know, you know what'd be a good video game though. Yo, hit me. I want I want an insect, uh, RTS. Is that not Sim Ant? Is that is that an RTS? You play at least one ant. I don't know if you play the whole colony. Do you, yeah, do you get a bunch of them? Because that's the thing. Like, you would have I to want, assume. Like, I want I want a game where you're like a colony of insects and you build up the whole thing and you can like build new tunnels yeah. and make your cool nest and you can go attack other uh, other nearby bugs and stuff. I think some ant is right, is, is what you're looking well, for. Well, okay, fine, I'll scrap Will work. Wright's got you covered. I will scrap work. <laughs> on that project, then. I think you will write. I'm going to make sure this isn't... You guys want the moral on this one? Oh, yeah, sure. Sure. Appearances are deceptive. Wow, I up real stretch for that, huh? Great. You you exercised the writing muscles real hard for that one. He was a skater boy. What time You're... are we at? You want another? Yeah, we got time. This time one's called The Apes and the Two Travelers. Sounds more promising. You guys are going to like this one. Don't make promises you can't keep. Two men, one who always spoke the truth and the other who told nothing but lies, were traveling together and by chance came to the land of apes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's this, one sentence. This... Was one Wait, was one of them Charlton Heston and the other one, <laughs> whoever the hell else was in that movie? Tim Burton. Was in Planet of the Apes? He was he, in it? He made the... Uh, Remake, right? Yeah, he did. That one time? He did. We don't have to talk about it. Who was in that? Was it Mark Wahlberg? I think. That sounds right. It sounds like I a hope movie. with my heart. You know, if it's not Mark Wahlberg, I think I think that is like, it is such 
a Mark Wahlberg role spiritually <laughs> that you might as well count it. All right, so Charlton Heston and Mark Wahlberg are oh. traveling. Which one tells the truth and which one lies? Charlton Heston tells the truth. Mark Wahlberg obviously lies. Obviously. Between the two. Look at Charlton Heston's jaw. <laughs> that's a, that's a truth seeker. Look at his jawline. Jaw that is a truth-telling jawline. He was Moses. Let his people go. And Ben-Hur. And the scientist in that movie. Probably some other things. Those are the big three. He was Spartacus. Nope. Sure wasn't. That was Kirk Douglas. <laughs> right, but like he would stand up and say it. Was he in Spartacus? No. What? If he was, he would stand up and say it. He would? Wait. You mean he would like... He would carry on the call? I'm saying if asked, like, who's Spartacus? He'd stand up and say, I'm Spartacus. I guess, yeah. We tried to do that in a, um... Uh... There's a there's a movie theater, you've been there, in Asheville called The Bruin View, mm-hmm. where it's like, they have, like, couches and booths and stuff in yeah. the theater, and you can, like, there's, like, a bar and a thing where you can order pizza and stuff. Yeah. It's swanky as hell. And we put, we put in a pizza order... They call it out from the back for uh-huh. Spartacus and kind of like spread out a little bit. <laughs> and so when they called like pizza, like the guy, he there's like pizza for that he pauses. And I, I could hear, I could hear it in his voice. He's like, not like not this, please. He's like pizza for Spartacus. And then like my my dumb friend David, hello David, if you're listening, um, like Stanzo, he's like I'm Spartacus. And then like a couple other people, like of us, did it. No one like no one picked it up. That's a shame. It was a golden opportunity there in the theater. Nobody went for it. How many times do you think he's encountered that, the pizza man? I hope only once, but I felt like it was a lot more. (laughs) He could sense it on the wind, at least. He's probably caught the the Spartacus thing. Maybe not the full. Yeah, like maybe maybe people just did the first part and they didn't plan it out real good. Yeah, they didn't commit to the bit. It was a hope. Did this Sam Ant game come out in 91? Yep. That doesn't even count as a video game anymore. You're ready for a reboot? <laughs> that was that was like 50 years ago. <laughs> it's, time, it's time for a new one with good graphics, good mechanics. Yep. Anyway, here we are in the land of apes. Yes. Is that a line from the thing, or is no, that you getting that us back me. on track? <laughs> here we are. It's it's the three of us and our two buddies, Charlton Heston and Mark Wahlberg. It's called good dialogue. <laughs> Anyway, here we are in blank. You see that a lot of movies. <laughs> uh, one of the apes who had raised himself to be king commanded them to be seized and brought before him that he might know what was said of him among men. Is this a Monkey King crossover? Because this, this kind of sorta. This sounds like the Monkey King's kind of mojo. Dude, what people think of me? I'm king now. He ordered at the same time that all the apes be arranged in a long row. <clears throat> this is totally the Monkey King. Uh, on his right hand and on his left, and that a throne, uh, and that a throne be placed for him, as was the custom among men. So I guess he's just learning about kings. He's also yeah. King Louis. He's just kind of experimenting with. This is how the he wants to book be like happened. you, woo woo. Uh, after these preparations, he signified that the two men should be brought before him. Uh, and greeted them with this salutation. What sort of king do I seem to you to be, O strangers? The lying traveler replied, You seem to me a most mighty king, and what is your estimate of those you see around me? These, he made answer, 
are worthy companions of yourself, fit at least to be ambassadors and leaders of armies. Does Lying Man speak in sarcastic tones at all times? Probably. It's hard to read in text form. I feel like you could deliver that more convincingly. These are worthy companions of yourself, fit at least to be ambassadors yeah. and leaders of armies. Yeah, he See, talks, now, he now talks like Chandler. <laughs> the ape and all his court, gratified with the lie, commanded that a handsome present be given to the flatterer. So it's like a real hot dude? I guess. On this, the truthful Look. traveler thought to himself, if so great a reward be given for a lie, with what gift may, may not I be rewarded, if according to my custom I tell the truth? He says that to himself, I guess, yeah. in his brain. Yeah. That's how you guys talk when you make decisions, right? Yeah, that's how Sometimes. I talk to myself. In accordance with my customs. In accordance with my customs, I will hit this alarm clock seven <laughs> times before I get up. Uh, the ape quickly turned to him. And pray, how do I and these my friends around me seem to you? There's some weird writing in these transcriptions. Say that part again, that last sentence. And pray, how do I and these my friends around me seem to you? Okay, got it. Thou got it. art, he said, a most excellent ape, and all these thy companions after thy example are excellent apes too. The king of the apes, enraged of hearing these truths, gave him over to the teeth and claws of his companions. Excuse me? The end. Claws. And claws. teeth. Monkey claws mm -hmm. and teeth. This is new to me because I thought they had like normal, like human fingers. Uh, they they do, but longer and a little thicker. But those aren't claws. I mean, surely tell that to someone who's being ripped apart by an ape. That it doesn't have claws. Yeah, it was like, they just don't have claws. Don't whine too hard. Those aren't claws. I mean, they're, they're basically just fingernails, but thicker. <laughs> Is it really the fingernails on the ape ripping you apart that you should be worried about? I mean, the teeth part's bad, but yeah. Or is it like it's giant monkey strength? Because <laughs> I, th I thought it was like, like a gorilla pulling your arms out of their sockets, not scratching you with its claws or fingernails. Well, which one do you feel first? Like Night. maybe the scratch is so rough that you don't even feel your arm coming out. Maybe. Maybe you just go into immediate shock. <laughs> okay, so this is obviously King Louis. He wants to be a man like you. Mm -hmm. And is, has not studied a lot of bio to realize that man also is ape. That's true, woo woo. Mm -hmm. And so I'm assuming it's the ape part he took offense to because the excellent part seems pretty, pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think the ape was stressed. Like, you are an excellent ape. You okay. ape pretty, king. Pretty cool monkey. <laughs> what did liar... As, as monkeys go, you're top monkey. What did Liarface say? Uh, he called him uh, a mighty king and worthy companions. Okay. It's got to be... Yeah, it's got to be that... So... One of them said monkey. So if, if he's the liar, yeah. then this is obviously a weak king. Right. Who is an excellent ape. <laughs> Good at ape, bad at king. <laughs> these other apes, also excellent at ape, but terrible at companion. Mm -hmm. Okay, just want to get that clarified, so we know where we stand with this. Yeah, you wanted to break down all the data into what is. Yeah, yeah. what's is what's factual. true, what's truly happening. Yeah. So he really just doesn't want to hear that he's a monkey. Yeah, in the world of men, 
He wants to be seen as a mighty king. Maybe. He's declared himself as king, so yes. he wants to be identified as king over ape. Maybe, I mean, is the moral just like, you know, just go ahead and tell the white lie it's okay? Like, if if you're... If, if your host wants to hear that they're a king, just call them a king. It's fine. See, I don't think Aesop ever took that road, necessarily. The white lie road? Like, even even if the outcome was bad, he was always he always seems to be for the moral choice. Well, yeah. is it lying to call an ape a king if the ape has is declared themselves I mean, king? Declared king. Like, if that is... <laughs> It depends, I think, on whether you're a natural law theorist or a logical positivist. I think it, I think it was the modifier that was the lie. The mighty king. Right. Well, I'm just saying, like, Truth Teller could have said, you are a king. You are a king, ape. You are. <laughs> like, you are, you are a, 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 king a monkey and an excellent who ape. is a king. He's, uh, shit, what's his name? Mark Wahlberg? Mm-mm. Charlton Heston. No, Jim Carrey. Yeah, he's Jim Carrey in Liar Liar, where he's trying very hard to say like these nice things, but can't help but say ape at the end of every sentence. Yes, you're a good king, ape. <laughs> your your ape friends are ape. Good <laughs> ape. Uh, I mean, but like technically, he's a king, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, depends on how you want to well, look might, at it. But he might not be excellent at king. Yeah. You don't have to call him an excellent king. You can say, you're a great monkey and a king. Both of those things are true. He might be a great monkey. He might be a, a king. Doesn't mean he's a good king. Well, the, his question was, what do you think of me as a king? Like, what I... kind of king do I stack up to be? Well, So I... the true answer can't just be king. <laughs> like, okay. You, are, you well, are a king. In that case, the true answer didn't answer his question. So maybe he's being punished for not actually answering the question that's given and for being a dodgy reporter or interviewee or whatever. Yeah, that's true. He just said you are a most excellent ape. <laughs> yeah, he didn't answer. So you're the... just kind of being an asshole. Yeah. So I he... refuse to see you as a king. <laughs> so was presented question, gave different answer, was torn apart by apes. Answer the question that you're asked. <laughs> Justices. Is that, is that the moral? We should tell this story, this Aesop's fable, uh-huh. to certain members of the White House press corps, <laughs> or whatever, the representatives. What? The, to the press corps? Not the press corps, the people who have to talk to them. Congress? No. The representatives who have to say things. The spicers of the world. Press secretary. The yeah. officials. And the deputy the White press House secretary. Yeah. And whoever's going to replace Sarah Huckabee Sanders <laughs> next week. <laughs> All those people. You just you just tell the story to them or to Congress. Anyone who has to talk to reporters and just finds their... Just as a their, subtle warning. Like, you're saying, around You're it. saying the pivot is not allowed anymore. Right. You just... Unblinking <laughs> eye contact. Answer the question. Yeah. Um, what is no Aesop? moral was provided this time. Okay. So we're correct. And yep. the, the so moral no, is answer the goddamn question. No pivots. What what I really liked about this one when I first read it and why I picked it out was his inner monologue to himself, like getting excited for his present. Like, oh man, if they like that lie so much, what are they going to give me for telling <laughs> for, the truth? For dropping a truth bomb on them. <laughs> okay, other questions. We got the moral da- yeah. nailed down. Um, why are these guys travel companions? Yeah, where where is this? Where'd they pick each other up? Like, this is not just... This is not just like 
let's take a let's take a road trip together. Yeah. Or like let's go on a hike. This oops, is oops, we stumbled on the land of the apes. Is this like a situation like Parks and Rec? We had Ben and uh I'm blanking on his name. Rob Lowe. Yeah, Rob Lowe. Chris. Chris. Ben and Chris. Who like Chris on his own never got anything done and Ben on his own made everyone cry. <laughs> and then the, they work together really well. So do Sam you think like need, this is like a business? They they need two two people with their own like weird like weird issues. Customs. Yeah. They're like, that they're together like, make one like, they're like one accurate salespeople. So liar guy always like made the sale really well, but had lots of complaints after it was delivered and and not anything like he said and truth guy could never make the sale cuz he told the truth about it so they need like both of them working together are they a part of a king regulatory board to do what well it seems like they accidentally stumbled into this not like they were seeking out the land of the apes to evaluate the king for kingliness well no they didn't know a king was there i feel like if they were part of a king regulatory board truth guy would know how to answer that question better truthfully that's his shtick Right, but he'd actually answered the question. <laughs> what if he doesn't know the answer? Then I have to say, truthfully, I can't say. I <clears throat> I have not had enough time to evaluate you as a king. As a king. What then is their goal in traveling together? I think they're just traveling salespeople and they... El Dorado. They took a wrong, <laughs> they took a wrong turning because Liar Guy was in charge of the map. Yeah. And he <laughs> and said... And by his <laughs> compulsion... <laughs> Do we Ever. turn here? Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, are we going the right way? Nuh-uh. <laughs> and sometimes Truth Guy just forgets yeah. because Who his universe is so different. Yeah, he, he lives in this honest world. It'd be an interesting. I'm more interested in, like, a movie about them. Maybe Truth Guy doesn't know that Liar Guy's a liar, and it's been a slow realization. And by the time they make it to Land of the Apes, he's realized this guy is just chock full he of bullshit. He just says what people want to hear. Like when I asked him, are we turning left? <laughs> oh, he said yes. You're saying they didn't know each other beforehand. Right. right. The, like their company knew each other's foibles and, and strengths. And, and so it slammed them together to be the ultimate sales team. Right. What are they selling? <laughs> and why are they selling it to monkeys? Well, they they got they got to the their land. Their goal was of, not to sell to monkeys. Right. The, the land of apes thing is a total accident caused by the problem of truth guy giving liar guy a map so you're saying that Putting on the truck. same wait on the same land mass like within driving distance <laughs> there is there is at point a like destination of sale yep and point b <laughs> land of the lost it's apes <laughs> like if you take the wrong exit off the interstate <laughs> you're gonna you're, you're gonna country. end up on <laughs> in king kong island <laughs> i'm saying these guys over have there been... is sales Sales Pulvania. <laughs> I'm saying on their way to Sales Pulvania, or however you'd say that, um, like it took Truth Guy a long time to figure out the Liar Guy is a just, very long time. And Liar Guy had the map. Yeah. To like, work out. Truth Guy was driving because he follows the road laws. Like, I I'm <laughs> the only way this could be true is like if. Like they're completely unaware of each other's afflictions, mm-hmm. and and they're like so ingrained in their universes that it's just like nigh inconceivable <laughs> that the other one is the way that they are. I think because like it's a yes. pretty simple code to crack. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, I, like, I think it's more that Truth Guy is so ingrained in his universe where he believes that everyone would tell the truth, obviously. Right. Because it's the moral and right thing to do. And Lie Guy is in his own personal hell of his own concoction <laughs> because like, he is being affected by his lies, but he cannot help. He is compulsed <laughs> to clown on this other He's guy. Imprisoned, <laughs> imprisoned by his lies. And constantly second guessing everything <laughs> that Truth Guy says. Like, Truth, obviously we don't turn here, but this idiot will do it if I tell him to. Truth so guy, we're gonna do it. So Truth Guy is Dwight, and Liar Guy is Jim. Yes, we've been watching a lot of The Office Perfect. lately. If you've not caught um, to I guess, this, yeah, if you want to found it, if you want to put it in Office terms, right. And then the monkey is clearly Michael. The monkey with King. all of his shitty yeah. cohorts surrounding him. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yep, solid. <laughs> that checks out. It'd be it's it's not on the air anymore, but that would have been a good episode. Yeah, where the office is Jim, suddenly redrawn as Jim Jim and Dwight, Jim and go Dwight to, get hired at the same time. Go, go to, to the monkey, monkey jungle land <laughs> to sell paper. <laughs> I think we cracked it, guys. Yeah, that's a good one. Do you want one more quick one? Um, we may be out of time. We're at fifty-four minutes. So you good? I I feel fine with that. We've we've upped our ante to four fables. That's in, true. In one episode, so good job on us. Eventually, we'll make it <laughs> through the rest. I'm good with Aesopolis going on for like at least one more week. I mean, if the raid is like n plus one, <laughs> then it'll be another couple. I mean, yeah. Let us know. Either way, like it, don't like it. You might be getting another Aesopolis by default next week. Because <laughs> I, I got a convention and then I'm teaching immediately after. So. Okay. Well, cool. That's going to do it for another episode of What the Folklore. Thanks for listening in, as always. We're on iTunes, Facebook, all those fun places under What the Folklore or WT Folklore. Search either one and you'll find us. Uh, thank you to our patrons, and especially our new patron. Uh, we will get you an Arn Thompson type as soon as we hear back from you. Yep, we sent you a message. So if you have not gotten it by the time this episode <clears throat> airs, maybe go check that. <laughs> tell us tell us something about you so that we can give you a more personalized Arn Thompson type, because we don't have a ton to go on right now, we, and we would like it to be something, something tailored. We know a Fox profile picture. And most of the Fox Arn Thompson types are not complimentary. We narrowly avoided disaster with a cat walking <laughs> on the keyboard there. So we're going to call it a night now. Yep. Um, Cricket so... is geared up to to intern <laughs> so, on the soundboard. So thank you, listeners. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Doug. Thanks, Doug. We're what the folklore, and that's how it works. This has been What the Folklore. Thanks for listening to our show. If you have any feedback for us, you can leave it either by Gmail or Facebook. Our Gmail account is wtfolklore at gmail.com, and our Facebook page can be found at facebook.com slash wtfolklore. Feel free to send in stories if you have any particularly odd pieces of folklore mythology that you would like to hear us talk about. Special thanks to the Brobdingnagian Bards for the use of their song Happily Ever After from their album Brobdingnagian Fairy Tales. <laughs>